These are challenging times, but you don't have to navigate them alone. Welcome to How Can I Help? I'm Dr. Gail Saltz. I'm a clinical associate professor of psychiatry at the New York Presbyterian Hospital, a psychoanalyst, and best-selling author. And I'm here every week to answer your most pressing questions, hopefully with understanding, insight, and advice. Many women find themselves struggling at one point or another with negative feelings about their bodies or appearance. This typically, and sadly, often starts in the teens, when bodies are changing, and awareness of some public and cultural ideas of what a body is supposed to look like often take root. Anxiety issues also often start for women in their teens, and sometimes anxiety plays out as a worry about your body and how it looks. And that's what I'll be answering your questions about today, body image and body issues. Worry, insecurity, or even obsessing over your body can wax and wane, receding when the stress is low and becoming more persistent when stressors go up. This past year has been very stressful for many reasons. And so, not surprisingly, many women are feeling either a resurgence of past body concerns or new ones. The forced staying indoors, a lot more sitting, loss of social ways to be moving about, the isolation and anxieties about either being alone with wishes for a partner or being with a partner but stressors causing relationship discord are all conspiring to increase the level of both general anxiety and in particular body anxiety and dissatisfaction for a lot of women. Some women who really struggle with feeling unhappy about their bodies may in fact have an eating disorder. And alternatively, a woman might be suffering from a form of anxiety or even obsessive compulsive disorder called body dysmorphic disorder. So let's get to it and see, how can I help? Here's today's question. Dear Dr. Saltz, My friends talk a lot about women's bodies. They often make disparaging comments about their own bodies and other women's bodies. Even though it's not about me, I still feel uneasy about it. Is it fair for me to want them to stop? And how do I get them to? Women tend to talk a lot about their bodies. It can be in a healthy, boost-yourself-image kind of way, or a disparaging, tear-yourself-down kind of way. What does it mean? It can mean a whole lot of different things. It can be because they are repeating what they've heard from important women in their lives. For example, their mothers or sisters, close friends, and they think this is just what women do. It can be in their minds a way to forge a camaraderie by sharing a vulnerability and commiserating, thereby creating an intimacy and a trust with this other woman. I bear my body insecurities to you, and you bear them to me. And hey, we get each other. It can be, however, a call for help and a method of finding reassurance, like, I am really feeling insecure, and I'm going to tell you in hopes you tell me that I'm really okay and I don't need to feel insecure. It can be a way of trying to reassure a friend that they see is already insecure by telling her, Hey, I too feel like you, and together, we're actually just fine. 
but it can also be a way of spotting insecurity in a friend and trying to elicit more insecurity in that friend as a means of making themselves feel better. My stomach's too big. No, my stomach's bigger. Oh, okay, well, actually, you're right, and I feel relieved. A group of women generally critiquing other women's bodies is often a general projection out onto others of their own internal insecurities. But unfortunately, the criticisms vocalized aloud serve to make all of you feel aware that those harsh judgments could be, and possibly are, even being turned on you when you're not there. This is why female-on-female bullying is so effective at not only distressing the bullied, but all of those in the clique of bulliers, because everyone knows it could easily be turned on them. It's also possible one or some of your friends might be revealing their quiet struggle with an eating disorder or body dysmorphia, both of which sufferers have a distorted from reality body image that pains them and on which they feel compelled to act by either, in the case of an eating disorder, not eating, or in the case of body dysmorphia, by hiding that body part, avoiding looking at it, or alternatively checking that part all the time, sometimes even pursuing corrective measures like surgery. For a body part that in reality looks nothing like the body that they think they have, body dysmorphic disorder affects 2% of the population, and women more frequently than men. How Can I Help with Dr. Gail Saltz? We'll be back after this short break. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. With all this in mind, your uneasiness is not surprising at all. Your uneasiness may be related to being made to feel more insecure about your own body, but it may also be just about being part of and a witness to a form of harsh judgment of others and of each other in the group disguised as body shaming. It would be helpful for you to think about which one of these it is or if it's both. If it is stirring body insecurity in you and you have symptoms of an eating disorder or body dysmorphia, I urge you to explain to your friends that you have a struggle of your own and really need to step away from this discussion and step away from not only that discussion, but related social media about bodies and body shaming. And think about how you want to address your symptoms. But if it's more about how to stay intimate with these friends, stay close friends. But tell them that generally, these kinds of harsh judgments of others stirs you in a way as to make you feel sad and insecure, and that you wish together to shift towards ways to build each other up or be able to discuss your own insecurities, but as a way to show how you cope with insecurity, then that would be very constructive, not only to you, but to you all. If you just leave during this chatter with no explanation, it may be taken as criticism poorly received. 
If, however, you explain, and I advise not at the moment that your friend just uttered her critique about somebody else's body, but at another time, perhaps one-on-one instead of in a group, and using the word I, as in I feel this way when I hear, instead of you, as in you did this, which will simply put them on the defensive, it's more likely to be a well-received as well. So just saying, I feel, or it makes me feel bad and uncomfortable when anyone says how bad someone else's body is. I really wish we could steer away from that and instead be kinder, or at least avoid the body critique. You might propose some more positive modes of speaking, like making an effort to compliment each other on things you do appreciate about your friend group in general. Women building women up improves intimacy as well as self-esteem. In my experience, people often came into my office really unaware that what they did have was body dysmorphic disorder. It's not spoken very much about, and it causes tremendous suffering, but it is often hard to spot. The symptoms of body dysmorphic disorder include being super preoccupied with a perceived flaw in your appearance, something that to other people would be either terribly minor or actually not there at all. A strong belief that your defect makes you ugly or deformed or something unacceptable. And a belief that other people are noticing it, maybe even mocking you. Then you engage at behaviors that are aimed at fixing it or hiding it. And it takes up a lot of your time and energy. So you may spend a lot of time looking in the mirror or grooming yourself in certain ways. You might be comparing yourself often to others, which is why I bring this up now, because your comment about your friends talking about others, that's something that somebody might do with body dysmorphia. They may really compare themselves a lot to others and find themselves wanting seeking frequent reassurance about their appearance, and sometimes talking about others' appearance is a way of doing that. And being generally very perfectionistic, and in the end, this may cause a friend who has body dysmorphia to start avoiding social situations. Something to be aware of in either yourself or to note in one of your friends. I hope that was helpful. Our bodies cut to the essence of our self-image and self-love. The path of body criticism is a slippery slope towards self-loathing and disgust. It can really wreak havoc with your ability to love yourself. I'm not suggesting a totally unrealistic self-view, but rather a positive self-acceptance. Your body does many important and wonderful things for you. And in return, it's earned your acceptance, your nurturing, care, and love. Women can do that for themselves and for others. The more women support each other in areas big and small, the more we all benefit. Do you have a problem I can help with? If so, email me at howcanihelp at senecawomen.com. All senders remain anonymous. And listen every Friday to How Can I Help with me, Dr. Gail Saltz.